Hey there, welcome to Following the Truth. I can't believe it, but <laughs> this is Gary Zimek. I'm back on the air. Today is November the 18th. It's been a long time. Um, and, and you know, I, I sort of hinted at this the last time I did a podcast, which was, I guess, toward the end of October. Uh, and and what, what I said was, I don't remember exactly what I said, but what I was feeling at the time was I would be doing a lot of speaking and traveling in November Plus, we had somebody coming into the house to do some work, and because I have a small house and I record this podcast in my house, I had a feeling that it wouldn't be that practical to be able to do these, this daily podcast, at least for a little while. So, um, I, you know, I intended to get back on somewhere at some point when I had a minute and just keep you updated, but that just didn't happen. But today... I'm heading out to speak in the uh, in the Philadelphia suburbs in a little while, but I did have some time now. The, the 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 work is done for the time being. There's a little more that has to be done, and uh, but I got a quiet house. Nobody's here today, so I thought let me just get online and um, shoot up this podcast. Just chat with you for a little bit, let you know what's going on, let you know that I am still alive and well, let you know that I've been really busy. Um, and let me know, let you know that I miss you. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for reaching out, and and I hope well. I hope we can continue to do these podcasts periodically. I'll tell you more about it on the other side of the prayer. Maybe just share a few thoughts that have been on my mind lately. Um, let me see. Let me think about this. Okay, so why don't we pray now? Let's turn to our Heavenly Father again. I'm a little out of practice here, so bear with me. Let's turn to our Heavenly Father in prayer. And let's thank Him for for His presence with us, for all that He's done for us. And let's ask Him for the grace that we need to move forward this day. So please join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father in heaven, thank you for being here with us. Father, it's it's so incredible when we think about the fact that you are always here for us. We never have to beg you to show up. You always are here. You're available for us. You're watching over us. You're waiting for us. And incredible as it sounds, you even allow yourself to be ignored by us if that's what we want to do. We know that's not a good idea, but we we get distracted. Life just has a way of distracting us sometimes. So we, we are in your presence now. We recognize you're with us. We thank you for creating us. We thank you for your constant presence in our lives. And we ask you to help us. Help us and our family and friends, everyone in the world who is struggling right now. We lift all these individuals up to you and ask for your your grace, for the grace that we all need to deal with uh, the struggles of life. Father, I ask you to pour out your Holy Spirit on me, pour out your Holy Spirit, and uh, so that I can deliver the message that you have for all of us today. And also, Father, I ask you to open our minds and hearts so that we will hear and be willing to respond to your message. We ask this, as we always do, In the name of Jesus Christ, who is your Son and who is our Lord, and who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, thank you for praying with me. Thanks for hanging out with me again. Today is Thursday. It's November the 18th. My name is Gary Zimak. It's been so long, you might have forgotten. (laughs) Um, You know, so I was talking to you about possibly scaling back on the daily podcast um, just because of the fact that I'm doing a lot right now. And, you know, sometimes, I'm not saying this is always the case, but sometimes what the, the evil one does is he 
He tries to get us so busy. He tries to convince us to do so many things, for, even if it's for God. You know, because that's a really sneaky approach. He's very clever. And, I, and I'm not saying that it's always the devil that's doing this, but whether it's the devil, whether it's ourselves, oftentimes we end up overextending ourselves, right? And as a result, we don't do anything. So I, I was feeling the pressure with this daily podcast, and then I, I've been doing it for a while now, and when we started to have this work done on the house, and this is like, this is emergency work. This is like, if we don't get it done, our floors are going to fall through. It, it's, 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 you know, it's major work. Um, it, it's expensive, but I, it's just like, we don't have a choice now. So it has to get done, but we got somebody in the house who, uh, although he's being incredibly, uh, uh, what's, what's the word? Uh, considerate. I mean, this guy couldn't be any nicer. It's just a lot of banging and stuff. And I don't, our house is so small that I don't have a, a quiet place to do the show from. So that's one consideration. The other thing is uh, I've been doing a lot of traveling in no- November, and I'm, I'm so thankful for that. I'm finally getting back on the road after being shut down for a year and a half by COVID, and I'm, and I'm grateful for that. But it becomes difficult to pre-tape all of these shows. So between the daily podcast, the weekly podcast, the Gary Zimak show, which is that's still going to go on. And the reason I have to do that one is that one is not only uploaded in podcast form, but it's also carried by many Catholic radio stations across the country. So I really owe it to them. To, I, I've got to get those shows out there. So there is a weekly show that exists. I focus on the, the Sunday mass readings each week, and that is still available. You can get that wherever you download this podcast. That one, I decided that one, I didn't feel the Lord wants me to get rid of that one. Uh, and that's only once a week. And then there's the daily email reflection, which many of you have signed up for, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. I'm telling you, this thing is has really taken off. And uh, whereas it's sometimes a little challenging to write, and, and, you know, I was telling somebody, I was speaking up in um, upstate New York over the weekend, and I was, I was making the point that I write these every day. I don't hire somebody to write for me. I don't just use canned material. I typically listen to the daily mass readings, um, and I try to concentrate on the gospel, but sometimes something from the first reading moves me. And I, and I just try to ask the Lord what he wants me to share, and then I share that in the, um, in the daily reflections. Now, sometimes I dig into one of my books if I feel that's appropriate, but it's, it's pretty much content that's generated every day. The good thing about that is I can write those in advance. For instance, when I'm traveling, I can write them in advance. And and I am getting such positive feedback on those daily reflections that I don't feel the Lord wants me to stop doing them. So I've got the weekly podcast. I've got that. I've got a book that I am contractually obligated to write, and I've got a few months to complete it. That pressure is going to be really starting, so I, I can't not do that. Um. And then I've got my speaking, and then I've got my family. You know, so when I, when I looked at all of it, and especially when I started to feel burned out when I, when I started doing these programs, when I've been doing these programs recently, I just felt the Holy Spirit was saying, it's okay to not cancel it. So the good news, if you're a fan of this podcast, is I don't, I don't plan to cancel this, but I plan to do it when I can. You know, and I really hope you understand. You know I care about you, otherwise I wouldn't be doing this. I care about you. Please sign up for the daily email reflections. Listen to the weekly podcast. My books are there. Um, maybe you can come hear me speak at some point. But I, I just, for the time being, have to scale down on this daily podcast. Again, what that means, I don't know. 
and, and I hope you'll understand that. If I can do one from time to time, I'm going to do it. Now, maybe at some point I'll be locked into a regular daily schedule for this podcast. But for right now, I think we just have to see what happens. So I wanted to at least comment. So if you happen to download this, you think, what in the world happened to Gary? Gary is alive and well, doing doing good. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm starting to get busy again. But these daily podcasts are going to be scaled down for the near future. And we will just see what happens, okay? And, you know, if you ever have any questions, you just write to me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. And, uh, and I would be happy to, to respond to whatever it is that I can do to help you. But uh, thank you, thanks for understanding about that. So, so today, um, I want to alert you to one thing. Tomorrow I was asked to appear on Relevant Radio on the Morning Air Show. I'm going to do a different time than I normally do. I, I do these appearances at least once, once a month. But tomorrow, Friday the 19th of November, I'm going to be doing uh, uh, a 30-minute segment beginning at... 7.30 p. Uh, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and my topic on Relevant Radio on the Morning Air Show tomorrow is going to be the power of gratitude. You know, I was trying to think of, about a topic, what should I talk about this month? We got Thanksgiving next week, and we have Advent in just a little over a week. Advent, a time when we prepare to welcome Jesus Christ, who came to earth to save us from our sins and to draw us back to the Father and make it possible for us to live forever in heaven. You know, Thanksgiving, the holiday of Thanksgiving, should lead us to really contemplate our blessings, whatever they may be. And, and you know, you might be suffering right now, and that's where it gets challenging. And that's what I plan to talk about on Relevant Radio tomorrow. What do we, what do, we do when we don't feel blessed? When everything seems to be going wrong in life, well, I think what we need to do is dig a little deeper. But it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to recognize that we have still been blessed even when everything seems to be going wrong. So with the help of the Holy Spirit, I, I, I hope to be able to, to present that message effectively tomorrow. If you get a chance, hope you can listen. Relevant Radio, Morning Air Show, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Friday, the 19th of November. So that's that. Also, I still have my regular segments on the Sunrise Morning Show at 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time every Wednesday. And I hope you'll be able to check those out. We will shift right now. We're wrapping up my, my latest book. We've been doing a segment for nine weeks called Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. It's based on my, based on my latest book. We'll wrap that up next week. And then I plan to shift to an Advent theme. And, and you know... I've been speaking a lot about hope lately. Hope is a, a very powerful virtue. It's one of the three theological virtues, faith, hope, and charity. We receive it when we're baptized. And you know what hope does? Hope gets us out of bed in the morning. And when in the season of Advent is a season of waiting, we are waiting with hope, which is an expectant belief that something's going to happen. And during Advent, we are waiting with hope that the Savior who originally came to earth 2,000 years ago. So we're not waiting for him to come the first time as an infant. Certainly we wait for him to come again in glory at the end of time. We don't know when that's going to be. So in the meantime, while that's certainly one of the goals of Advent, we also want to expectantly wait for Jesus to show up in our own lives. And he's already there. The The catch is 
We have to invite him in. We have to prepare for him. We have to welcome him. We have to turn to him and ask him for help. And when we do that, see, when we do that, we can expectantly hope or believe. You know, it's not crossing your fingers and thinking, well, maybe this is going to work out. No, the Christian hope's different. Christian hope's based in, in reality. It's based in truth. It's based on the confident expectation that this situation is going to get better because Jesus is going to get involved. So whatever it is that you're going through, it will get better if you turn to Jesus. And I think that's one of the points I'll make on my uh, gratitude segment tomorrow on Relevant, but we're going to really be touching on this during Advent. So if you catch the Sunrise Morning Show, if you want to wake up early and listen to my segments on the Sunrise Morning Show, I think that's where we're going to go with that. Um, my daily reflections will also focus on that. So if you haven't, just sign up for that in the daily email. And for all information about my work, the best place to go is my website, followingthetruth.com. All right, so I'm going to take a sip of my coffee here, which, by the way, is very cold. It's been sitting out all morning, but we've had this discussion before. I'm kind of weird like that. I I don't like iced coffee, but yet my coffee can sit out. I can leave it sit out, and that's okay. I don't know. That's just, that's just who I am. Um, so, so that's the deal with the podcast. Over the past couple of days, I've been looking at the, the Gospels, and there's been some good messages, but listen to today's Gospel. Oh, I want you to hear this, and, and I shared this in my daily email reflection. If you signed up, you, you already know this, but li- listen to this. This is Luke's Gospel. Chapter 19 begins in verse 41. As Jesus near Jerusalem, drew near Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is, hit, it is hidden from your eyes. I'm going to stop it right there. And that's what I shared. Those two verses are what I shared in the uh, reflection today. But this is why sorry, I just want to stop and talk about this. The fact that Jesus wept for Jerusalem, for people that just didn't get it, you know, they didn't recognize him. Most of them didn't recognize, many of them, I don't know how, what the exact number is, many of them did not recognize him as the Messiah. And as such, they didn't recognize what he could do for them. When I heard that today, I thought, man, that is directed to us as well, isn't it? Every time... We allow ourselves to be burdened with problems. You know what? It happened to me this week. I had some things going on and I started playing the what if game. You know, what if this happens and that happens? And and I went down a road that I just should not have gone down. I still do that. I write about this all the time. But I still slip up. And you know what? I'm going to continue to slip up because I'm weak. But what I've learned from the Lord is that if I turn to him through prayer, through the sacraments, through reading scripture, things are going to turn around for me, not necessarily externally, oftentimes externally. Things do get better when I ask the Lord for help, but internally, meaning that I am able to experience peace even if still, even if the storm is still raging. And you know, that is a powerful concept. That's a powerful concept. So when I mess up now, I know better how to handle it. I begin to panic. And 
I, I, and I've, I've learned though, that the more I've gotten to know Jesus, the more I have continued to write and investigate this whole thing about worry and control and peace, the more I've learned or the quicker it takes me to stop going down the what if path and turn to the Lord, hit my knees and say, Lord, would you please help me? The fact that Jesus wept over people who were not living in peace when they they just as easily could have been at peace by accepting him as their Lord and Savior. The fact that he wept over them shows that he cares when you and I are needlessly worrying and allowing ourselves to be burdened by our problems without turning to him. So I don't know about you, but that makes me feel really good. It makes me feel really good to know that Jesus cares about me when I am foolish, uh, proud enough, whatever you want to call it, to get so wrapped up in my problems and think that everything is up to me to fix that I forget to ask for his help. That's needless worry. I was reading something, and I'm going to start sharing this in my talks. That, you know, Facebook can be good for a lot of things. Facebook Facebook can be annoying, too, and it's, it's good and bad. But I find a lot of good evangelization takes place on uh, on Facebook. I, I saw one of those Internet memes the other day, you know, the image with the, the, the writing on it. And it said, and I hope I get this right, because I wrote this down. I'm going to start using this in my talks because it was so good. Worry is having a conversation with yourself about things that you cannot change. Prayer is having a conversation with God about things that he can change. Isn't that good? Because when we worry, we're only worried because we can't fix our problems. If we could, we'd just fix them. You know, that's the thing about anxiety. We're trying to control the uncontrollable because if we could control something, we wouldn't be worried about it. We'd just control it. But that's what happens when we worry. But on the other hand, when we turn to the Lord, you know, Jesus keeps said to us, Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come to me. If you're weary and you're burdened, I'll give you rest. There are no conditions on that. Just come to me. You know, it doesn't mean he fixes the problems all the time. But he does better. He gives you internal peace. And, and you know, you might say, you might be a little cynical like me and say, well, that's not good enough. That's a cop-out. I want him to fix the problems. But how many times have you prayed about something? Or maybe if you didn't even pray about something. And you got a problem and it, and it works out. It's all better. And you're not peaceful because you're on to the next problem. It's, ha- it's happened to me many, many times over the course of my life. Isn't it the peace that we're looking for? And let me tell you, this involves a radically different way of thinking than most of us currently think. Because when you get diagnosed with cancer or you're having serious money problems, it's not easy to say, all right, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Please grant me peace. And, and, and you don't want to take this away. I'm okay with that. Just give me the grace to be at peace and use it. You know, you don't waste your suffering and you also ask for the peace. 
But it, it takes uh, a different way of thinking to say, Lord, if you, if, if, if you don't want to take this away, this cross, whatever it is, then I'm okay with that. Your will be done. That, that is not easy for most of us to do because my first instinct when I got a problem, Lord, take it away. Take it away. And, and you know what? That's okay. That is okay to pray like that because that's what Jesus did on the night before he died. And then, look, if, we, if, if you're imitating Jesus with your spiritual life, that's a good thing. But what happens when he doesn't? What happens when the Lord says, okay, thank you for suggesting that I take it away, but I don't think it's best for you right now to take it away. What do you do then? That's hard. That's really hard. And, and I think that's the type of thing that changes with time or develops with time, that trust in the Lord so that you're willing to accept whatever He sends your way. That takes time. And, and I, I continually pray for an increase in confidence in him. I, w- I want to trust him more. I mean, I can always choose to trust him, but I want to have that confidence so that there's just no doubt about it. Like, all right, Lord, this this is crazy, but man, I trust you. I know you love me. I know you're with me. I know you're bigger than my problems. And that's one of the reasons, you're, you're going to hear me say that a lot. And I, the first first third of my book, that the new book I wrote, Journey with God, is devoted to those um, those those three things. God is with me. God loves me, God is with me, God is bigger than my problems. Because you see, if we understand those three truths, and they are true, then we're going to be peaceful. You know, because I know that he's bigger than my problems. So if he is allowing suffering to enter into my life, he only is doing it to bring good out of it. He's doing it to purify me, to give me maybe an opportunity to offer it up. And he's, it's an opportunity for my faith to grow. You know, a lot of times we say, I just want more faith, but yet we can't have faith unless we have some sort of a problem, a crisis, or something that requires faith. You know, some uncertainty in our lives, and and I don't I don't particularly like the way the Lord helps my faith to grow, but that but that's it. That's the way He does it. Um, God loves me. God is with me. God is bigger than my problems. If I if I am okay with that, I'm going to worry really about a lot less. Because I know that, hey, he could take this away, but he's not. So therefore, he loves me. Get back to that. And um, he's allowing this to happen for a reason. Keep that in mind, especially if you're going through something really, really tough right now. You can make that decision to believe God loves me, God is with me, God is bigger than my problems. No matter how you feel, you can you can choose. You know, so much of the, the spiritual life, it's it's an act of the will. It's making that decision. Yeah, I'm going to trust. I am going to trust no matter how I feel. I'm scared to death, but I have chosen to trust. And that's, that's something we can all do. And, and I just wish I could tell you, you're not going to get, you, at some point you're going to not have to make that decision to trust even when you don't feel like trusting. But I, but I can't tell you that because I don't think it's true. I go through that a lot still, just today. I was telling my wife, Eileen, we were taking a walk uh, a few hours ago because it's beautiful here. It's in the 70s uh, for mid-November. That's unbelievable in the Northeast. But I was saying, you know, I'm just not feeling a whole lot right now. And that's the spiritual life, the consolations, the desolations. That's part of it. You know, you read Mother Teresa's writings. She wasn't feeling 
consolations for most of her life, but yet by faith she kept going. She said, I'm going to choose to trust God. Now, for most of us, we, we're not put into that situation. The Lord, he, um, as I've heard it said, he has his hand on the thermostat and he regulates the control. He turns up the heat a little bit on us, but he's not going to do give us more than we can handle. But there are going to be times in life you do not feel God's presence or you may even feel hopeless. And, and the challenge is, are you willing to keep going and trusting him even when you're going through those times? They don't last forever. Obviously, I recommend you do keep going, but he's going to do that because otherwise, if he didn't do that, you're just going to turn to him for good feelings. If he never took away those good feelings, then you're always going to just be, you're, you're going to learn to love the feelings more than you are to love, than more than you love God. And that, that's not good in a relationship. Once you start loving the gifts more than the giver, you got a problem. And he knows that we have that weakness. So my prayer for you is that you can keep going even if you don't feel it. I do pray for you every day. I will continue to do so. I don't know when I'm going to do another one of these podcasts. Uh, it might be soon if I if I can find the time. But I just want you to know I am okay. I'm praying for you and, and to ask you to please pray for me. And, you know, if you want, sign up for the daily email. Listen to my weekly podcast. Catch me on my network appearances and radio appearances. I'm still going to be doing those. Follow me on Facebook and on Twitter. And let's continue to walk the walk and uh, to support one another. I thank you for your financial contributions. You know, it's a tough sell for me to go into the holidays and ask, but if you're able to help me out financially for my ministry, I've got a couple of months coming up without any talks. It's going to slow up until Lent, and, and I do this full-time, so if you're able to help my ministry, please go to followingthetruth.com and consider becoming a monthly sponsor. That would really help me. You know, you can cancel that at any time, but it really helps me if you become a monthly sponsor. Or if, you, if you're not willing to do that, or if you're unable, I understand. If you could maybe make a one-time donation, I would appreciate that. All you need to do is go to followingthetruth.com, click on Donate, and you can do it securely through PayPal. And I'm so grateful if you're able to help me out financially so I can keep doing what I do and uh, really do what I do free of charge. Uh, that's what I want to do. I want to reach people. I want to give them hope. And I thank you for your patience, for your support, for your prayers. Always feel free to reach out if you need anything. In the meantime, I'm going to get ready to go to my next talk, which is this evening. And I hope to talk to you soon uh, on Following the Truth. I'll be praying for you. Don't forget please pray for me too. I really, really appreciate it. And also don't forget that you're not always going to feel God's presence, but feelings are not facts. He's there. He's with you. He loves you. And he's bigger than your problems. Talk to you next time. God bless. Thanks for hanging out with me. Bye-bye.